That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Moms. Um, the Anchor Moms. Of the, uh, yeah, like that's, a, that's a capital uh, T H E, Anchor Moms. And uh, now we are fully, we have a full week into 2020. How y'all mm-hmm. feeling? Um, Refreshed. Mm, still a little sluggish myself. Still sad after the holidays. Well, it's just so much. It is know? a lot. Yeah, totally. Traveling. Yeah, but and... it's done. You're done now. You can, like, yeah. enjoy life again. <laughs> yeah, and it's January. So a lot of people talking about New Year's resolutions. It's been all mm-hmm. over the news. Um, I mean, I, we rarely all agree on one thing, but I think one thing we all do agree on is that we don't do New Year's resolutions, right? Not really. No. I mean, I've tried in the past. I think, like, I, I, I think I... Like, I don't, like, write it down. I'm not, you know, tied to it. But I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I'm going to try to be, like, a little bit better. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, life. It's like a fresh start. Just, like, yeah. Better yeah, life. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's one of your new yeah, resolutions. Like, like, a little bit nicer to your husband. Oh, yeah. A little bit, like, mm-hmm. kinder to your kids mm-hmm. and, like, work out a little more. Stop eating all Remember of the, Remember the like, year dessert. that we all signed up for the Y? Was that yeah. New Year's? Yeah, it was January. Oh. Yeah. And we did really great. Until we all got pregnant. I was just yep. going to say. We, mm-hmm. Well, I was already pregnant. You were pregnant. Oh, yeah, you were pregnant. You were, like, kind of freshly pregnant when we signed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, still like working out more than Karen. That and I. was yeah, that was great until yeah. Then we got pregnant. I, like yeah, like I, like what five months in, we're like yeah, we're getting big. Like, this is not well, right. I just don't like to be in like a big gym to be mm-hmm. honest. When I'm really yeah. big and pregnant, because people they just stare, stare at you. They're like, look mm-hmm. at that pregnant lady. I can mm-hmm. really like get a good mm-hmm. look at her now just on that treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like on a stage. Yes, look at that. exactly. <laughs> that butt. <laughs> kind of like our jobs, how we're like in front of the TV. Um, yeah, I feel like Katie's the best gym goer of the three. Of us, and yeah, you're like pretty committed year round. I do kind of go in waves. Yeah, uh, I too. try to be committed, but you know, I'll tell you, coming off the holidays, like it ain't mm-hmm. been good, girls. But you know, I am not. There's nothing that irritates me more, and I'm sorry if you're a listener and you're one of these people. Is that when I you know go to your gym mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. packed for like the first two weeks of January? I kind of want to be like, and this is so mean, like. Just quit. Just stop now. Why'd like, you we, even start? You and I both know, like, this isn't going to work you're out. You're not going to be here in just, June. I would, if I were you, I would just, like, take the exit now because you're just crowding up the space for well, the rest of Well, what I say is save your money. Like, that's my biggest thing. Is <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, oh, like yeah. hope, hopefully they're on, like, a month to month and not, like, right. a year membership. Well, and, but, I mean, like, don't yeah. you hate that if you, like, waste, spend all this money on a gym membership and never go? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating when your spouse does that. Mm-hmm. Oh, does your spouse do that? Does your spouse do that? If you're one of those people who decides on January 1st that uh, you're going to, like, get in shape. I think it's great. You know, I think there's nothing. I, I, I disagree. I think it's great. I think there's nothing better than someone who, like, isn't used to exercising, like, trying to really get into it. You hey, know? and listen, a gym is a really intimidating place for a lot of people That's true. who don't work out. And I, like, I am champion them. Like, go yes, for it. Like, this yes. is great. Like, I, I ask me how to use this weight machine. I'd be no. more than happy to. Oh, do you to. know how to use the weight machine? 
Yes, oh, I use college a, athlete. A athlete. Oh, I forgot. I'm usually just free, I'm usually just like free waiting, you know. Right. Like I right. have my own that's style. how you do it. Right. Yeah. If you just saw her, I mean, if you just saw that, you would know um, that she so definitely I just, doesn't. Do I usually that. just straight bench press. Usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you guys and think about these and um, clings? And I'm okay. Okay. Um, these like mirror workout things. Like yeah. what? what is a mirror? You know workout those like thing? mirror? You know you've seen those commercials. Those like the mirror that you put up in your house, and it's like a personal trainer in the in the thing that no. tells you what to do. And you, you haven't seen these commercials? No. Oh yeah, and it has like you know weight things attached, and you can do the whole thing in your home. In your mirror? In your mirror? Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I think it's really expensive, but I'm very intrigued by it because I do agree. Like the gym is just like me. Like it's just hard. I'm down for like an exercise bike in my house too. Yes. yes. The Peloton. Well, Peloton? did you Peloton? hear the? Did you hear like the controversy? Yeah, yeah. Ad? there was like some ad. I didn't yeah, really have watch you not it. Seen it? But it, well, what, what's wrong with it? She's like a skinny girl and she can't work out because she's skinny. Is that what the controversy? No, I think is? it's. I think the controversy was that it felt like the husband got it for her to like lose weight and like she did this like year long diary like committed to it and she didn't need to lose weight. You know, but I don't like, think it, it was to like lose you... weight. It's just to be in no. shape. And well, be that healthy. was like the other side of the argument, by the way. Mm-hmm. Is that not uh, not everybody works out to lose weight? People right. do it to, mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. know just to have a healthier lifestyle. I see both sides. I thought it was a little bit of an odd commercial, but yeah. But the people that they're targeting is are like exactly like that couple, right? Well, because this is the right. thing: is Pelotons really are expensive. expensive. They're yeah. really like, tremendously expensive, and it's also people. I'm willing to bet that the people who have Pelotons are people who like are really into fitness. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Also, if you have a Peloton, their stocks, let us know. like did you see dropped like drastically? Yes, because of all the backlash over that commercial. Well, crazy? but I know people who have them, and I, I don't know. Well, I, I feel like— They love them. Yeah, they love them. them. Um, but so I just wanted to, to say this. Um, U.S. News & Report says the failure rate of New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. 80%. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, most people lose their resolve by mid-February. So not to be Debbie Downer, but mm. I don't know. If you have a New Year's resolution, eh, Try to stick with it. Stick with it, but we won't judge you if you don't because— no. we're not making you know, it. We're not doing it. Well, Ingrid is just trying to be better at everything in life. She's trying to be a, what did you say? I hate Kinder to your husband. No, better at life. Oh. Uh, But I'm sorry, Katie. I am going to probably be one of those people that join the gym come January. Are you going to stick it out past February? I feel like I need to work out. It's been Well, I try to get you to run all the time. It's been a year since I've had the baby, and yeah. I just feel like I need to start making, and it's and like, it, I, it's not, again, about losing weight. It's like, I need to have some me time and some mm-hmm. healthy time and mm-hmm. to feel better. Mm-hmm. Listen, and you this know is that, a good, and I really yeah. like working out. I actually really yeah, enjoy it. So really I'm going to be too. one of those people. So hey, maybe I do have a New Year's resolution. <gasps> All right, Ingrid's joining Here the you line. go. We're going to check in with you in mid-February and see what happens. Oh, gosh. <laughs> From the news desk. Okay, so moving to our first news story of the day. Um, six common in-law conflicts oh, after no. baby arrives and oh. how to handle them. So this, this is, is from Motherly. Yeah, yeah, I really like this. So, um, you know, I think no matter what your relationship is with your in-laws, it's always going to be a little bit tense, right? Um, so this has um, six different things that it mentions. Um, arriving unannounced. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. The parent-in-law tug of war, you know, oh, well, you know, your parents have gotten to visit with them this many times. Oh. And Questioning your choices, doing it the in-law way, oh. being helpful but not really. Oh, yeah. And an extended visit. Ooh. <laughs> so one of the ones that I, so I, first of all, I should say, I do feel like I have a really good relationship with my in-laws, so that's that's nice. Um 
But I do feel like um, the helpful not really was something that I highlighted um, because I think it's hard sometimes. I do think that, that I don't know if it's a generational thing, that they are trying to be helpful and it's just it's just tough. Oh, no, it's 100%. Like, it's all coming from a place of love, right? They just oh, want to sure. be yeah, helpful, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't come across that way sometimes. Can you give us an example? Well, so and well, so the, the reason that I wanted to bring this one in particular up is because I feel like this is partially my fault, too. So before kids, and also, we've talked about this, like, before kids, I feel like your relationship with your in-laws is different than once you have kids for some reason. I don't know. Um, but so, um, I, you know, when my in-laws came in town, I would want to have the house clean. I would want to grocery shop for the things that they like and have that in the fridge, you know, have every, all these fun things planned. Well, let's be real. Once you have kids, it's like, no. I don't even grocery shop for my own family. Yeah. Like, let's go. Um, and so I feel like I, but I still kind of try, I, I, I think I'm, maybe it's cause I'm uh, the, the Southern in me. I don't know. I want to come across as having this perfect family and this perfect house and this perfect home. Oh, that's like your first mistake. Yeah. That's just impossible. And I feel like, you know, oftentimes, um, you know, when in-laws come, like especially after a new baby, you know, you're kind of like not able to do that. Yeah. And it's hard for me to let go and say, okay, yeah, you can do the dishes. You can do the laundry because I feel like that's my responsibility and I should have all of that done and everything should be looking perfect. And I will admit it's hard for me to kind of uh, let go of that. And have them and step is it, in. And is it uncomfortable to see them, like, in your bedroom, like, getting down and dirty, cleaning things up when you're like, oh, I feel like that's, like, my, like, yeah. area and I should well, be the one doing this? Well, not that I feel like it's – yeah, yeah. Not that I feel like, you know um, – any. Uncomfortable? Yeah, not that. I just feel like that's what I should be doing. Like, I feel, like, guilty. Like, oh, my gosh, this is dusty. Like, you shouldn't have to have be – you shouldn't yeah, have to be doing this. Yeah. So, in other words, they're doing it, and it's, like, they think they're being helpful, but in reality, it's, like – Making you feel guilty for not yeah, doing it yourself. is that what you're saying? But I think it's more on me is what I'm realizing. Yeah. Like, it's more on me to, like, they are trying to be helpful. Like, just right. give it up, Karen. Like, sit on right. the sofa with your new baby and let them Enjoy help out. Life. Yeah. yeah. One anyway. thing that I – um the I think questioning your choices is something that everyone mm-hmm. deals with mm-hmm. with their own parents, with their in laws, with basically in anyone, yeah. anyone who's like you know wiser than us, right? So grandparents or anything, uh, you feel like they're always questioning your choices, right? Which is really frustrating because when you're very thoughtful with your choices, mm-hmm. it's hurtful when you think someone is questioning that. But I highlighted this that says, um, if you believe in the choices you've made, an in-law's comments should not bother you as much, mm. which is okay. It makes you wonder if mm-hmm. there's, like, something to them questioning it, something like that. No, I'm saying, like, no matter what they say about your choices, like just you need be to stand confident firm. Yeah. in that, like, that you've made that choice. That this is the right choice because yeah. I have thought about it. We have talked about this, yeah. and I feel confident in it. So whatever you say, you can say your opinion, yeah. but I'm not going to change things, and I shouldn't feel guilty for the choices that I've made because I feel confident yeah. in them. No, I think that's a really good advice. And, I, you know, think about it. Like, I'm sure that our parents had the same stuff going on with their parents. Well, I mean, that's, in-laws. that's what you know? I was just going to yeah. say. Like, I just feel like it doesn't matter who you are. <clears throat> In-laws are always going to be tough for both spouses because mm-hmm. those are that that's a family in which you did not grow up. You do mm-hmm. not understand True. the dynamics. They did things totally different. I used mm-hmm. to think, you know, I, I think I've shared this on the podcast before. My parents got divorced when I was very young. It was like a very, like, messy divorce, custody battle, blah, 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 blah. Like, my mom and dad, like, did not like each other. It was, like, really tough when I was growing up. And so I spent a lot of time thinking that everybody else's family was, like, 
perfect. And mm-hmm. the older I get, I take, and this is maybe a little sick, I take a little joy in realizing that everybody's family has a little bit of dysfunction. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, like, important to remember that when you're dealing with mm-hmm. your in-laws. Like, everybody has things. And right. so, you know, you just have to accept the fact that, like, from your spouse's perspective, you, I mean, I know I have, like, lots and lots of baggage. And, and like, you know, and vice versa, sure, right? Yeah. And so, like, you just have to, like, sort of, like, give that person grace or that family grace, even so though you just have to find a way. Two girls are different from boys in this. Yeah. You know, like, I think that, like, I'm always going to be closer to my mom, especially as a woman sure. and going through childbirth and all right. that stuff. You know, I love my mother-in-law, but it's just a different relationship, It's right? a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I think the best advice is just to, hopefully, the hardest part is when you're not on the same page as your spouse. Like, if you can get right. on the same page, yes. then, like, exactly then it makes right. all the difference. Mm-hmm. And, like, and like if your wife or your husband wants to rant about someone's mm-hmm. parents, like, just, like, let them do it. Right. You know, right. because they, mm-hmm. they probably think these things about your parents. So, right. mm-hmm. you know, and don't t- try to take it personally, I would, yeah. I would say. Which is too. a lot. Which is hard. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very difficult. Yeah. And it is. I think the dynamic after you have kids with your in-laws mm-hmm. is so different. Because, like, before I had kids, I was like, do whatever you want, in-laws. Like, you're not really impacting me. But once you have kids, it's like, mm-hmm. every, you know, well, it just changes everything. And, it's, and, and, you know, and for grandparents, they're so excited to have these mm-hmm. grandkids. And it's just a natural thing to think when they were raising their kids. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. this is how we did it. This is what I right. used to do. These are things that I found to have worked which is all great advice but at the same time it's changed a lot has changed sure. from 30 years ago to now right so uh, another thing in the article is just trying to try to find the humor in it mm-hmm. and also it's okay to ask your spouse to talk to their parents about things that maybe are bothering you because it probably will come off better Absolutely. coming from their own child yeah. versus you i agree is another uh, piece, yeah. piece to this article, which I thought was very helpful. We, of course, link all of our articles um, in our show notes um, here below, so you can always find that there. And I think we have a Mums the Word. Mums the Word. We do. So I have something that I wanted to share. Now, Katie um, River's a little too young for this yet. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, but... um, Hartman maybe could be could this could work for him, and I don't know if he does this, but so our two older kids go to preschool every day and they're in full day care, um, and oftentimes when we pick them up, hey, how was your day? What'd you do? I don't remember. I played. I pl- Yeah, I played. I played. Yeah, and so you know you want to learn more and and get something out of them, right? Um, and so Gregory actually sent me this. Um, that says five things to ask your kids instead of how was school. Okay. okay. So I think this could work for anywhere from like toddlers all the way up to elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what made you smile today? Who did you sit with at lunch? So we do this one all the time. This is a good one. Yeah. And so they always say, oh, I sat next to so-and-so. And then so-and-so right. was talking and about this and there's yeah. a story. Yeah. 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 So that's really good. Um, if you could change one thing about today, what that would that be? That's kind of a harder one. Um, what was the hardest rule to follow today? Oh, that'll, that'll mm-hmm. be a very telling answer, I feel like. Yeah. And um, something you learned today. And I also, this isn't on this particular list, but I also find that if I say, who did you play with, um, that will lead to, oh, so-and-so. Well, what did you play? Oh, we played firefighter and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so just a thought to kind of spark some of that discussion yeah. as our like kids that. get older. You know older what this reminds me of just really quickly? is like when you're a reporter and you have to interview kids, you always mm-hmm. know you don't ask them a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. Did you like that basketball game? Like, do you like to eat lunch? Like, you know that you have to ask yes, them questions no. yes, that, no. yeah, actually solicit a response. So it's, like, interesting because those are some of the same mm-hmm. questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like reporting. Yeah. That's what you do every day, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ask yeah. the tough questions. Yeah. Get in there. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. In other news. Okay, our next article for today is from Scary Mommy. Don't tell me a shower or a haircut (laughs) is self-care. You feel super passionate about this. Okay, and all of all mothers should feel passionate about this article. As mothers, we often joke about what a hot mess we are 24-7. I mean, how often do we say that, ladies? I'm quoting here. We don't shower as often as we used to. Our houses are often left in shambles. We often slack on seeing a dentist for years. Mm. And most Mm. of us haven't had a haircut or so much as a relaxing bubble bath in ages. When we do stumble upon these rare occasions... We are praised for setting some precious time aside to spoil ourselves with self-care. Like, congratulations. You clipped your toenails today. <laughs> like, you've really, you've really <laughs> spent some time. I haven't clipped my toenails in a really long time. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I yeah. saw those things in the, in the yeah, makeup room. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I am passionate about this. Um, so basically, fathers... When they do these things, um, they're not getting praised for treating themselves. How often have you ever heard them say uh, self-care? How It says, I have never, ever heard a shower be referred to as self-care for a dad. Think about that. Right. The other line to that same note that I liked we aren't shocked to hear that a mother was up all night with the wailing baby while her husband snoozed away with his useless nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very so, and, and what they are blaming is sexism. Really? Yes. Because we've talked about this a million times. We carry so much of a mental load um, being mothers compared to the father. Um, You know, we try to take on everything um, and it's almost like they just take care of kind of like what's left, like what we can't do. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that it's, it needs, we need to kind of flip the the conversation here because you know what? If you want to go get your hair done, it's not because you really want to go get your hair right. done. In fact, I know Katie hates getting her hair done. I it mean, takes forever. I yes, hate it. it takes but so it's long. not yeah. that's not self care. But like, I still feel guilty for going. If mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to get a haircut, and like, it takes like an hour of my day. Yeah. And I'm like, is there any way you can watch the kids? Like, I just have to go run to the hair salon. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I guess. And it's like, no, I should be like, this is it should be a, a it's a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going Especially to get my hair cut. Especially for our jobs. Let's mention. Well, too. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's like, the thing is, it's like that's what I'm saying. It's not, not it's not a choice. So no. what would be self-care? Like a massage? Okay, maybe that would be. Right. But also I feel like it's it's integral to us to, to be happy people as parents. And I think maybe a massage could help with that. So maybe that is a necessary thing. Yeah. I, but it's just all of this needs to be reframed, I think. Don't you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I am really I, – I think you guys are a little bit better at least than at recognizing this. I feel like I'm really bad at even like seeing this. Until it, like... I think that's true. Until, it like, basically it, like, blows up for Karen. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. like, what am I, like, what's happening in my yeah. life? So, uh, several times, hairdressers have asked me, you know, how do you dry your hair? And FYI, oh I have gosh. really fine hair. How do you dry your hair? Like, Yeah, like, you question? know how you're supposed to, like, use a round brush oh, to, like, get more okay. volume and, like, do the whole thing. And um, I remember I told one of them recently, I'm like, 
Look, I don't think you understand. Like, I have the hairdryer in my downstairs half bathroom. That's tiny because all the kids are running around in the morning. And I'm drying it as quickly as I can upside down with my daughter's, like, tiny brush because it's what's right there as I'm trying to block the baby from, like, falling into the toilet. That's literally my morning routine. So then it got so bad that I, like, couldn't stop her from falling into the toilet or putting things in the toilet because, you know, she wants to be with you. Yeah. So you can't, like, close the door. Anyway. So then I decided I'm just going to throw my hair in a bun and drive to work with it wet because then that saves time. Right. Because then I'm, like, driving while it's, like, partially drying. Yeah. And then when I get here, it only takes me one minute to dry the rest of and it. And when, when you tell them, like, what do they say? Are they like, that's a great They're routine? Like, Ugh. <laughs> like, no wonder your hair looks so bad. I mean, I all, like, literally every single week on the way to church, I do my makeup in the car. Really? Every single week. Every single week. You're not driving. Gregory's driving. No. Okay, driving. that's good. I mean, I just feel like I... I, I, I think just... you need to take some notes from this article, Yeah. Karen. For real. For real. For real. I, I think. mean... I, I think you. Should. I think you need to put yourself first. Like, at least, like, once real, just, a I... month or something. Yeah. Like, do something for yourself. What would you like to do? Because, like, you're not really... Love... Okay, what? I, okay. I would love to have a massage. You well, would. Don't you okay. Well, then do it. I should do it. I also. But I'm really, like you too. Like I mean, I'm like always a spa day. Really. Yeah. If I'm gonna be honest. Why don't we do that? We should do an Angermon spa. Day. <gasps> that should be our Christmas present. <gasps> Next year. Next year. Well, we're just coming off the holidays. Like, and this is actually a better time of year to do it. So it's true. Everything's like cheaper. Mm-hmm. Husbands, are you listening? That's what we would like. I do think. I think this article though brings up a really good point that you know it is a it's it's, it's a different um, standard for women and it shouldn't be. I should get to blow dry my hair. No, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, it is what it is. I mean, I will say this. The only reason that I blow dry my hair is because it happens, like, pretty much in the middle of the night. No, me too. And I have to, You guys are a little different. The kids, like, River's asleep. And I'm afraid I go downstairs to blow dry my hair, like, half in the living room because I'm afraid to wake everyone up. Like, when I try to shower with River, she just, like, bangs on the glass door and, like, cries until I'm, like... Okay, okay, I give fine. up. Yeah. I give up. I know. I've been trying to shave my legs for like two weeks. Yeah. Just yeah, I know. Like, you rubbed your leg against me earlier, and oh, now I've like, cu- I've like cuts on my legs stop. now. Okay. All right. One more article. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Um, this one is from uh, USA Today. This is a, an opinion written by um, a woman, and the, and the title is, I wasn't going to let motherhood affect my career, but now I know I leaned in too far. She says, I never wanted to be viewed as being less capable or less dedicated to my work just because I was a mother. And slowly I'm learning there's a balance. So she goes on to talk about um, she had a daughter and um, she, I mean, basically just continued on with her work. She took like no, like two, two weeks of maternity time. Crazy. Yeah. And so then when she had a second kid that she realized it just wasn't possible. And she says like one of the big turning points for her, like when she realized that like, you know, this is getting like a little bit crazy is that a client wanted to set up a um, meeting um, like in the afternoon of Halloween, like after 3 p.m. of Halloween. And she was like, I no. it was really hard to, to write mm-hmm. the email, but I was like, I just can't do it. And I didn't even make up an excuse. I just said, like, that's Halloween. I'm going to be trick or treating with my kids. Yeah, that's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so she sort of says at the end, motherhood doesn't fit perfectly into professional lives and we shouldn't be ashamed to admit it. It doesn't mean you can't be both a great mother and have a great career, but it does mean there will be days when you feel like you're only good at one or the other or even feel like you're lousy at both. Perhaps Mm -hmm. if we're a little more honest about the challenges associated with doing both at once, we can find more support, more self-love, and more success. I love that. 
I think it's really true because I think it really is hard. Like, you can't be everything to everybody mm-hmm. all the time. Like, you just can't. You can't be, like, great at your job and a great mom, like, mm-hmm. all at the same time. I just think it's true. Well, and as for the part of this article where she's basically talking about the fact that she's, like, trying to hide that she's a mother. Yeah. Um, first of all is just really sad. She was saying she doesn't even have pictures of her kids on her desk right. for fear of, like, someone um, – Hello there, Henry. Hi. Um, speaking of this conversation, my um, three-year-old toddler is here with us today because he's sick and I don't have any sick days left. Oh, hey, Henry. How are you? A little, little under the weather. A little under the weather. All right, let me run him back into his um, TV show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. Right. That's okay. The show is done. Okay, I'll put the another one The show is done. Okay, so hopefully Henry's uh, set up with his iPad. Um, But back to this article, one thing that, um, again, really struck me with this is that, um, you know, they don't even have, like, pictures of their children on their desk and that sort of thing. So they're not even proud. I'm sure they are proud of their family and their children, but they're hiding it from their coworkers because they think that maybe they'll think, oh, they're not going to work as hard or, or, oh, you're going to have to bring your kid in when they're sick. Like, how is that going to impact you as a a journalist? Well. Mm Here's a perfect example. It's not because you're still doing your job. But um, another thing is I've heard this from so many people is they, like, find out they're pregnant, but they don't tell anyone because yeah. they're up for a promotion or they are applying for new jobs or their contract is up or something like that. And they're, like, not wanting to tell people that they're pregnant because they're afraid that their boss is not going to give them that mm-hmm. promotion, I that which is, I think is bull crap. I think it's crap, too, but I think it's totally valid. I think you it do. happens all the time. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I it's think that, that I think it totally happens. It's like, awful. even in this day and age, like in 2020, which, that kind of again, stuff happens. Again, the, yeah. the separate standards. Because I would never, if you were, I mean, that's what I was just reading when you were out with Henry. A 2014 analysis found that for each child a woman has, she makes 4% less. By contrast, when men become fathers, they make 6% more. It's such a double standard. And it's because, I mean, I don't know, this is just my, you know, I'm conjecture about this, but I feel like it's because men, when they have children in a family, seem like they're more reliable more interested in doing well at work because they have a family to take care of. And when you're a woman, it's like the exact opposite. Like the, br- I mean, as we've talked about in this podcast, like a lot of like the brunt of family life sort of like falls upon mm-hmm. you, which means, you know, I think people assume that like then your work falls by the wayside. Yeah. But we've also talked about how women are incredibly good at multitasking yeah. and mm-hmm. dealing with so many different things at one time yeah. versus men who are not. Well, that's so what it makes. That's no, I mean, it makes no sense yes, whatsoever. Right. And I mean, I will say this, like we are clearly not hiding the fact that we're moms, <laughs> yeah, well. as evidenced by the fact that we're sitting in our workplace well, right now doing a podcast about and motherhood. And my child is in the next room. Well, exactly. thankfully our bosses <laughs> we do are, have good are bosses. embracing the fact that we're mothers. But I, I will be honest, I really, really struggle with this, like a lot, just that balance. And I, I mean, I think a lot of women do, but I think for me it's hard because before I had kids, I was so dedicated to my career. Yeah. And I really worked hard and I you know, checked my phone at home. I worked at home off the clock, you know, like all, everything was about my job. I mean, my husband too, but you know, it's just different. Like you're so committed to your career. And now I feel like, I mean, do I I remember to plug my work phone in at night? Like, you know, there's like that time when you get home and you have all the kids and you're doing all the kid things. Like you can't, you can't be 
checking your work phone and you can't be present and you can't be doing what like you just can't there's yeah. just not enough hours and you in the shouldn't day. be because like you know what at the end of the day like you have one life to live and so like i feel like when you're at home like your focus should be on like your family and at home yeah, and when you're I, at work yeah you know you gotta like there's gotta be like a balance and even mm-hmm. if you don't have kids like Absolutely. you shouldn't be working and not getting paid Right. Well, but I, I, you know, I think there's something to be said for that. But I also just think, I just think back to like how much of my focus, and and let's be real, like even when you're at work, I mean, of course, there's gonna be times at work that I'm like taking a phone call from the daycare about my child or thinking, worrying about something with my child. You know, I just feel like, I mean, I am really committed to my job, and I'm not trying to say that I'm not. I am, and I love what I do, but it's still, it's just such an, I just feel overwhelmed when I'm at home. I feel overwhelmed when I'm at work. Like, I just can't, it's just so hard to juggle both. You know what the solution is? You get a spa day once a month. Mm. A little self-care. A little self-care. And maybe you get to blow dry your hair, like, in peace. Yeah, that would be nice. I would say, like, one day a week, maybe. Um, I will say this. I got, oh. I got idea. I just have okay. ideas. Oh, oh, okay. well, we can talk later. No, no, no. Are Tell you writing me. them down? Well, I just, I think like maybe like you could ask Gregory like, okay, today you're gonna take all three kids to school, and you're gonna. You're <laughs> the gonna look on Karen's face is like, like what? one day, one day a week. Mm. Every Thursday, he's gonna take all kids to school. Did yeah, you but just make it really fair for him? He gets plenty of self care. Does he? He gets to go fishing. Um, not that often. Well, when was the last time you went fishing? No. See? Um, so here's why. I was just going to say, here's why I know that I struggle with this, you guys. Oh, no. What? I had a dream. This was, like, two nights ago, maybe. <laughs> Ingrid and I just looked at each other like, what? No, I had this. What's is, the dream? This is bad. So oh, I, you know, I am worrying about work and my kids, of course, all the time. And I'm a worrier. I need to let go of it. But that Catholic guilt, you know. Anyway, um... So I had a dream that, and and I think where this stemmed from was, I think that the baby woke up and, like, maybe Gregory brought her in bed with me or something, or with us. I don't know. In any case, I rolled over, and I was kind of, like, half asleep, and I found her pacifier, but the baby wasn't in the bed. Hmm. And so I kind of, like, freaked out. This isn't a dream. This is real life. Oh, this is is real real life. life. Sorry, this is in real life. I found the pacifier. But then I was, like, worried about her, and I was like, wait, I guess she's in her crib. I guess everything's fine. Anyway, I fell back asleep, but I was obviously, like, worried about the baby. Right? So, hence, then I had this dream that was a work dream that I was, like, sent out to this, like, toxic um, chemical (laughs) spill or something, and we, like, went to the wrong location. We finally get there. Anyway, for some reason, Bennett's with me. Oh, that's not good. And, like, falls in this toxic water. What? You guys, it was really bad. And then, like, this other, somebody else with me was, like, her eyes look, like, cloudy. Like, I think she, like, got sick. And I was, like, a hot mess. And I was supposed to be going live and, like, reporting on this. And I had my baby with me who's, like, sick from, like, whatever chemical thing I'm got. Like, it was. Oh, my God. But this is, like, this is my life. We need, I like, have these we need, like another podcast to unpack just this dream. I yeah. have dreams like this a lot with, like, that. Just, I feel like the work-life balance is just <sighs> You know, really I, I hope this is, we talk a lot about this because I think it's, like, a parent when you have, like, young kids. Like, you have to, like. I just, you have to hope that this is just a phase in your life, like a season of life. Mm-hmm. I think it And is. that, like, this isn't, like, your forever. This is, like, w- this is the throes of, like, motherhood with a toddler, and you're going to look back on it and be, like, it was really hard. But, like, everybody goes just, through I just through always want to say to, like, my work, like, I'm still in it 100%. And then I want to go home and say to my kids, like, I'm, I'm still, still in it 100%. Yeah. And it's just so hard. It is really hard. To do both. I don't know. Win of the week. 
So this um, actually is an amazing one of the week based on what we just uh, talked Good. about. I am taking my first trip away from both of my kids. <gasps> with, like, yeah, like without Talk my husband. Self-care. Like, I know, like a girl's trip. Yay. Wow. Yes. Yay. So I'm going to Houston, Texas. I'm like getting on a plane and like leaving my kids alone with my husband. And how are you feeling? Um, I think I'm I think I'm okay. Do you want us to go check on him like at some point during the weekend? Maybe you could sure just like do a okay. play date or something and then just report back like did Lisa have clothes on and shoes on and like a <laughs> yeah. diaper? Do they look like they'd eaten since you'd left? No, like it's just, you know, things you know, I'll like I'll get home and I'll be like, So what did Lisa have for lunch? I'm like, I don't know, I didn't I don't know. I didn't feed her lunch. Mm, we no, didn't feed her. No. When was the last time she ate? Mm, I, don't I don't know. know. She, I think she had breakfast maybe. And like, oh, my gosh. So mm. I, like, start giving her food. And she's, like, starving. Like, there are just things, basic needs mm. that I need to make sure that they are met. But um, I'm very excited. I'm throwing a baby shower in Houston with um, my best friends uh, from college. And um, I think it's going to be relaxing um, do you not have to have fun, kids like, with me or any... my husband. Is that fun... bad to say? No, no. you got to have girl time. Do you have any fun plans? Like, anything, like, besides baby shower everyone keeps asking me that i'm like once i get in the car and drive mm-hmm. away from my house i'm having an amazing time yeah it like doesn't it's matter it's done. it doesn't yeah. matter you can literally sit on the sofa and like drink wine yeah like if my plane's delayed i don't care yeah guess yeah. what i don't have kids right this is amazing it i'll is have amazing. a glass of wine at this bar here like you know what i mean it's it doesn't really matter what we're yeah. doing and so. you're with your friends so it'll be really and fun I'm with my friends so i'll Yay. report back and let you know how that goes congratulations thank you thank you <laughs> can i sneak into your suitcase i know no it's a carry-on mm-hmm. sorry no it's not gonna work um well thank you so much for listening um, we always appreciate you guys. Remember, we have an Instagram page, Anchor Moms, and a Facebook group, also Anchor Moms. And please leave us a review. We love to read those reviews. And we actually get some great feedback from you guys. So thanks for doing that. Five stars. Five stars. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. Anchor Moms, the Thanks for listening.